Hey, it's Tony Bruschi. When you're not enjoying the ghost stories here on this show, be sure to check out our true crime podcast called True Crime Today. Search it wherever you download podcasts. Myself, Carol Hughes, Stacy Cole, all discuss the latest in many true crime stories, dark, disturbing, and sometimes just plain crazy. Check it out. True Crime Today. Search and press subscribe wherever you download podcasts. Here's a preview of one of this week's episodes of True Crime Today. A Christian teacher at a private school accused of twerking on a student and trying to get him to drink. Kevin Ware, a former NFL player, is said to have stabbed and strangled his girlfriend before, you know, the usual setting her on fire. And a teen from Washington is accused of making up his disappearance and killing his mom's ex-husband because his biker buddies threatened him. This is True Crime Today. Not only a tragedy for the family. It's unfathomable. Shot to death more than half a dozen times, likely with a shotgun by his own mother. True Crime Today. He then drove her body in her van about five miles away. Police say she put her newborn in a trash bag and threw the baby over an upstairs banister. A podcast that examines real stories in real time. Disturbing. He says she asked him to help her end her life. True Crime Today starts now. Hello, and uh, welcome to the program. Be sure to press subscribe wherever you download podcasts. You don't miss any episodes of our program. We do greatly appreciate that and always love those reviews there on Apple Podcasts as well. It's uh, Tony and Carol Hughes with you on today's episode of True Crime Today. What's going on? Well, I'm going to, full disclosure, I'm Mm -hmm. a little bit excited about this, but I'm going to go see the Backstreet Boys tomorrow night. Are you serious? The real yeah, so Backstreet Boys. Oh Backstreet my gosh. Right. Oh my gosh. And I have the feel I've seen them once before, but yep. that was a a show at Wrigley Field and they were opening for Florida Georgia line. Tomorrow night it's the Backstreet Boys are the headliner. And I got the feeling it's going to be an arena full of seeming women in their what would you say, forties? Thirties and forties. Early fifties. Yeah. 30s. Uh, cor- it's going to be a lot of women. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'm kind of excited about it. I think it'll be fun. The Backstreet Boys were in, I was like the perfect age for that. So it was all, it's all the girls my age uh, that would have gone through high school with them as having the hit songs. So there you go. Well, I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be good. I would go. I'd love to go see them. I think that'd be a really good. In fact, um, my girlfriend actually saw them earlier this year because they played at uh, one of our arenas here and uh, she was uh, helping to work the show. Said it was a great. And I've got uh, this special needs friend, Ashley, who is my best friend. You mm -hmm. can ask her. And um, she wanted to go really bad. And she, you know, yeah, it's not like she can just drive herself. And I'm like, you know what? You and me, we're going to go to the Backstreet Boys. And that girl is so excited. Oh, I bet. She is so excited. It's really sweet. So I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be really fun. Is there? Is it just and, Backstreet or is there any opening act of the 90s? You or know, I haven't seen anything about an opening act. And so, but the show starts at 730. And so it seems like there would be an opening act. So I'll tell you, I guess, after tomorrow night. Interesting. Oh. But I haven't seen one posted anywhere. Oh, that'll be fun. So it's going to be fun. I will fill you in. Yeah, please do. 
Uh, let's jump over to our uh, first uh, story here uh, of the day. Uh, starts out with a, uh, a teacher, a former teacher at a private Christian school arrested on additional counts related to sexting with a pupil. Uh, this is from Julie, or Julie Hover is her name, 39, has been charged with soliciting or engaging in indecent conduct with a pupil, a felony and a misdemeanor for contributing to the delinquency of a minor. Uh, the uh, prom that took place on April 8th is the source of the new allegations. A student claimed to investigators that Hoover was putting undue pressure on him to drink alcohol at a gathering, going so far as to force a straw from her cup into his mouth. An administrator reportedly informed investigators and employees had alcoholic beverages stored in a separate area and planned to enjoy them after the celebration when the students had left. The student further claimed that Hoover made him feel uneasy by twerking on him whenever they were both on or near the dance floor. At least two additional witnesses confirmed the account, telling investigators that they interviewed on multiple occasions when Hoover was with the student in an effort to urge him to stop. Hoover was initially arrested in June on charges of sexting with a senior at the high school uh, who was 18 years old. So this uh, there's a, a little pattern here. Students a pattern uh, here. notified the sheriff's office on June 2nd after discovering sexually explicit conversations between her son and Hoover, according to the official records. According to the court papers, the mother reportedly reported that Hoover had planned for her son to sneak inside Hoover's house while her husband was at work. In light of Hoover's most recent arrest, an unnamed school official has issued a statement. Miss Hoover used to be a teacher at Point of Grace Christian. Neither her work status nor the circumstances surrounding her departure from our institution will be discussed further, the official added. We have cooperated with the Taylor County Sheriff's Office inquiry into the claims made against Miss Hoover. We will not provide any more remark at this time out of respect for the judicial process. The statement read. So, I, uh, okay. <laughs> I guess. Like, um, I guess it just didn't and feel it's like so when you're twerking up against one of your students, what part of that? Like, why isn't there the voice in your head saying this is a bad idea? Yeah, like, I, I, I just don't, don't get that. And other people saw it. And it sounds like somebody... so it makes me think that she had been in the alcohol already, obviously. Yeah. And then, but, you know, I'm like, if your judgment is that bad. It's kind of like my sister and I were talking about this randomly the other day. And um, it's like when you're holding the crack pipe and you're like, this is a good idea. Like, I'm going to smoke some meth. I'm going to mm -hmm. do some heroin. I'm going to, you know, I'm like, that's just not a good idea. Yeah. Like, I've never done this before, but today seems like a good day to totally take my life off track. But when but when you, you're a teacher, like, I just don't even, I don't even get it. It's so far off the the regular path of what is appropriate and not appropriate. It's not even like a gray area. Like, there's no gray area where, like, the teacher should be twerking on the student. Like, oh, well, it was a lapse no. in judgment. Like, no, that's not a lapse in judgment. That's that's just as bad as, like, well, uh, Mr. Nelson, uh, he kind of fondled you the other day, didn't he? Oh, it's a lapse in judgment. No, it's not a lapse in judgment. That's a fucking predator. And it's either way. So, like, uh, holy shit. And even if even if she wasn't twerking, like, with the kid right there up against him, I would... Don't be fucking twerking at all. You're, on him. you're a teacher. But, so if the teacher's even in front of the classroom twerking, bad idea. Like, it's just a bad idea. 
There is a segment of society. How do you give yourself permission? There's a segment of society that I think just does not know right from wrong very well or social norms or understands a social norm. And I think it's just something wrong with the brain. I know there's a term for this. And the way that a lot of people get by who are like that, they just they follow the patterns and they, you know, they they learn, which we all do to a certain extent. But it's that moral compass that that some of us have more one more of one than others. And I, I don't even want to use it as a moral compass statement because I just think it's it's there's a disorder or, or something there where that is missing. And it's of no fault of their own, I think, a lot of the time they just totally miss out on the cues of what is okay and not okay. Some will learn it very well. Some will be completely oblivious to it. And I, you're being kinder than I would. I am. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like that's just a bad idea. Or She's a predator. You should uh, know better. You're uh, a teacher. Like, don't they like you went through college. Wasn't there one point in one of your classes that they taught about behaviors in the classroom? Oh, we could love like, to hear from the uh, the classmates about that one. They're like, oh, my God, did you hear what she did now? Oh, my. And, you know, all the kids are talking about it. Yeah. There, I'm sure there's a whole bunch of stuff that hasn't even come out. Yeah. I mean, there's obviously a history there where she got fired last year for sexting with somebody. So. Yeah. I mean, it's just come on, uh, no. And I, I, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to give her an excuse, but I'm saying there are people that are like that. But I don't know how you get into teaching having that sort of a thing, uh, and that because you, you need that kind of understanding of human behavior. Uh, new yeah, inform- you need a moral compass, and that woman does not have. A you moral don't have compass. one. Yeah, uh, that's. New information on the death of Taylor uh, Pomosky, who was dating the man now suspected of her murder, uh, has been released by prosecutors. After an investigation, Kevin Ware was formally charged in July for his alleged involvement in Pomosky's death. There were reports of her disappearance in April of 2021, and her body was finally found and identified in the following year. According to the court documents filed in Harris County, Texas, on April 28, 2021, Ware reportedly stabbed Pomosky with a knife, then assaulted her with and against with a with and against a dangerous weapon, particularly a blunt instrument, with the aim to cause significant bodily injury and finally strangled Pomosky to death. The official cause of Pomosky's death is still unknown. According to CBS Sports, prosecutors claim Ware burnt Pomosky's body and dumped it in a ditch in Harris County to prevent it from being used as evidence in the investigation. Ware was arrested and put into Harris County Jail on murder, felony weapon possession, and tampering with evidence on Wednesday, September 7th. The 12th of September is the day of his next court appearance. God. Like, once again, at what point? Are, like, that person just keeps, like, well, if I do this, and I do this, and I do this, and I do this, and no, I'm going to burn the body now, I'll... Like, I guess I'll just live with the fact that I'm a murderer and no one else will ever know. Mm-hmm. Like, that's your rationale. Like, I just can't imagine, like, killing anyone. But then when you go to such extremes, I guess you would have to because you don't want to get caught. Yeah. So you got to figure out ways that no one will catch you. But how do you live with yourself? Even if you were never caught, how do you live with yourself? Again, I think some people just have the ability to do so because they're missing something 
Because if you have that, if you have that sense of empathy towards others uh, in even the smallest of ways, you wouldn't be able to do things like this and live with yourself. But that that's the scary thing. People can do this who have all of those things and they, they do it in a for whatever dumb reason. Uh, and then they usually feel guilty as shit. But some don't have that guilty as shit feeling. They just kind of do. I don't know. It, it would be, I think, horrible to live that way and very confusing. Oh, yeah. But 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 also, but also, I think very freeing in some ways too. If you never, you, you don't have that worry uh, or, or that, uh, I don't know. Or maybe you maybe you'd always worry about not knowing what that is or what uh, what you're missing. I mean, I have such guilt over like if I if I feel like I hurt somebody's feelings, mm-hmm. I'll be like, God, I made Tony feel really bad. She doesn't all the time. I gotta make it up to him. Like I have anxiety over stuff like that, mm-hmm. and I'm not as bad as I used to be because I I was always a people pleaser. But now I'm kind of like, yeah, not so much. But when I legit make somebody feel bad, and I don't like that feeling. No, and I'm not murdering anybody. I'm just hurting their feelings. But you do usually amp it up, though. You're like, if I'm going to make someone feel bad, I'm going to make them feel really bad because then you usually mail them uh, a box that usually has some sort of animal part on it uh, and some sort of satanic-looking um, emblem. And that that I always I mean, say but- is a bit too far. It's like, okay, you should have just apologized <laughs> and, 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 fi- and, and everybody would have been okay. Now you're like... This looks like you're casting a curse on the person. That's going to make them even more mad at you, Carol. Stop. Know when you're ahead. Yeah. Stop with the satanic boxes. Yeah. And then sometimes it goes up from there. And then there's like skulls left on people's porches. And it's just. They're not human. They're not human. Not always. But (laughs) it just gets dark, Carol. It's dark. Really good replicas, Tony. (laughs) The dark <laughs> shit that you get at so like that. Uh, within a week of going missing, a 16-year-old was named a murder suspect on the basis of allegations that he faked his absence and murdered his mother's ex-boyfriend. Thurston County Sheriff's deputies confirmed on August 31st that they were investigating the disappearance of 16-year-old Gabriel uh, Gabriel Davies under the questionable circumstances. After he was reported missing, after he failed to show up for high school football practice after leaving his house in Olympia that day. However, his vehicle was spotted around 15,000 block of Tilly Road South. Davies was located on September 1st at 10 p.m. after being reported missing uh, the uh, night before. On the same day, September 1st, deputies from the Pierce County Sheriff's Office went to a house in the 21,700 block of 190th Street East in Orrington to check on a 51-year-old guy who hadn't shown up for work in a while. Once inside, deputies discovered the man dead from a gunshot wound, but no weapon. KCPQ-TV reported that the deceased man was named Daniel McCaw. Two 16-year-old boys were detained on Friday, September 2nd, by deputies from the Pierce County Sheriff's Office in suspicion of second-degree murder, first-degree burglary, and unauthorized possession of a handgun. A first-degree murder charge has apparently been filed against Davies. One of the two people who had been who had just been located was named Davies. The second individual is recognized as Justin Yoon. Deputies smelled what they assumed was the odor of a decaying body issuing from the locked front door of the house and observed a dog fleeing outside via a dog door. 
And when they arrived at McCaw's residence on September 1st, according to a probable cause affidavit, they noted possible blood splatter on the washing machine and dryer and found an unlocked door leading to the laundry room. A large amount of blood was found around McCaw's body when they entered the room. Once the fire department arrived, they discovered a shell casing and a head wound on McCaw. According to the affidavit, at first police considered the possibility that McCaw had committed himself before rationalizing that he had been stabbed and shot. The medical examiner found that McCaw had been shot in the head and abdomen and had suffered many stab and defensive wounds. According to reports, McCaw's body began to rot and maggots were apparent around the neck and the shoulder. Additionally, detectives discovered an empty rifle magazine on the floor, as well as many weapons, cases, and ammo reloading equipment inside the house. The investigation revealed that McCaw had dated Davy's mother. Yoon's dad supposedly called the police because he knew something about the crime that Davies was involved in. The affidavit states that detectives began to have doubts about Davies' account after they uncovered several inconsistencies. However, detectives noted that Davies had no injuries to his feet or lower extremities that would be compatible with having been trekking through the woods for 36 hours when he was discovered after his supposed abduction. According to reports, the Tilly Road discovery of Davies' vehicle featured exterior damage and Suspected blood on the steering wheel and door panel. Davy's father reportedly contacted a detective in Thurston County and accused his son of being involved in McCaw's death. According to the father, Davies was contacted by McCaw's biker mates, who allegedly demanded that he steal something from McCaw's residence and threatened him if he didn't. Davies' dad claims that Yoon and Davies broke into the house through the dog door and that Yoon stabbed McCaw while in the garage retrieving an item from McCaw's safe. Davies heard a gunshot, according to the allegations, and it's been said that the teenagers dumped the weapons close to the house. Davies said that the blood found inside the car was caused by the bikers pounding on Davies' face against the interior of the automobile and that the bikers' pals were members of a specific illegal motorcycle organization. While the police, uh, while in the police custody, Davies allegedly revealed to investigators where he and Yoon had hidden the firearms stolen from McCaw's home. An additional three blades were discovered in their sheaths, along with a little bag that had 12 throwing knives and a pouch containing six throwing knives. Both Davies and Yoon have $1 million bail, according to the jail logs. So, there you that go. That is also complicated. So, the, the guy ends up dead by this kid mm-hmm. because his biker mates... Like well, that, that, the that's, mates. that's the alibi that the kid m- is making up. Um, so, well, and yeah, that's always a really good idea to throw the biker guys under the bus because <laughs> that's going to end well for you. Yeah. Yeah, because well, if he doesn't go to prison, he's going to wish he did. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so he's saying the biker mates like put him up to it. And, and they could yes. have. I mean, I don't know. Well, it, it, but, it, it was... His biker mates, his biker pals told him to go and steal something from uh, his dad or his uh, stepdad or whatever he is. His, the guy that his mom was dating is what he is. Um, and uh, then uh, I guess he ended up stabbing him. To death. I don't, it, it, it's kind of like, okay, so they said go steal something, but you ended up going and killing him. 
Because it almost sounds like he had something against this guy for yes. whatever reason. And that's maybe the way he treated his mom, maybe the way he treated him. Yeah. It almost, I mean, that makes more sense that he personally had something against this guy. Mm-hmm. That or the biker mates um, blackmailed him or, you know, but it's just not. So the biker guys told me to go in and steal something. And they're, well, whoops, I accidentally killed him. Yeah. No. That makes no sense. No, I mean, I, it just seems like a, a very garbled uh, excuse made by, what, what is he, 15, 17-year-old? Somewhere around there. And then on top of it, he's like, okay, so I'm going to act like I was lost or kidnapped? Kidnapped. Is that kind of... Yep. So he, he was kidnapped, and he doesn't, like, I just don't know what happened. So his thought is that while he is kidnapped... And no one can trace his whereabouts. Uh, he will kill this guy, um, and uh, that's how it will all go down. And it'll all, you know, just and come no out of the wash. No one will form. ever figure that shit. Yeah, out. no one will figure it out. It's it's very it's a very fifteen year old way of thinking about things, where it's like it's a little more advanced than just flat flat out lying, but the. Uh, fantasticalness of the stories just don't make a whole lot of sense. Mm-mm. No. So. And the last thing you would ever do is be like, the biker guys told me to do it. Like, mm-hmm. if it wouldn't have been for the biker guys, I wouldn't have done it. Yeah, that shit goes over well. Yeah. Because they really appreciate people who, like, do that. Oh, yeah, they love, uh, yeah, of course, being... It's uh, like, oh, you're so adorable and cute. Of course you wouldn't have done that. We put him up to that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that that shit ain't going to end well for him. None of it's going to... You can't go killing somebody Mm -hmm. and it end well, let alone killing somebody and throwing the biker gang under the bus. What could possibly go wrong? That's a double whammy. I don't see what could possibly go wrong by doing something like that. <laughs> I mean, they're just a bunch of guys that like to ride bikes, aren't they? You know, they probably go have some lemonade bicycles. or something. Bicycles. It's a bicycle gang. That must be it. Yeah. Oh, here's a, another fun one uh, that we got here. Uh, as part of an ongoing sex abuse investigation spanning several victims and decades, authorities in Utah have arrested a former bishop of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. On uh, Wednesday, police in Orem, Utah, arrested 77-year-old Carl Johnson and seven counts of aggravated sexual assault of a child. Johnson was taken to the Davis County Jail. According to the investigation, Johnson abused children as young as two years old while serving in various trusted roles within the church, including as a bishop. In the 1990s, Johnson also held the office of Mayor of West Bountiful City. In each of these indictments, the victims were warned not to discuss what had transpired when disclosures about these acts were made. Johnson often attempted to bury the evidence. A police document alleges that Johnson abused his position of trust to exert undue influence over any disclosures. At least six victims had been reported, and maybe more, according to the Davis County Sheriff's Office. Three victims were abused between 1985 and 1996, according to the police report made public on Thursday. The victims all claimed that Johnson sexually abused them in Davis County at separate times. Johnson allegedly confessed to the assault charges made by the three victims during an interview with authorities. There's ample evidence that Johnson sexually abused infants as young as two. Johnson said he has a problem regulating his sexual cravings. 
and has suffered with this problem most of his life. The investigator added in the affidavit, Johnson remains in the custody of the Davis County Sheriff's Office without the posting of bond. If there are any more victims, the Davis County Sheriff's Office is asked that they call its detectives at 801-451-4100. We just want the victims to know that if they come forward, their voices will be heard and their stories will be taken seriously as we work to bring those responsible to justice. The captain made the following statement in response to KUTV's questioning concerning Johnson's arrest. The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints provided a statement. The charges made against this man are really disturbing. All forms of abuse are condemned by the members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Abusers should expect to face not just legal consequences, but also excommunication from the Church. So, cool. How long did you know it was going on, though, and how many people within the organization were helping to cover it up would be my exactly. question. Exactly. So, thank you for your and- nice little, like, oh, it'll, it'll, we don't, yeah, we know, we know. It's like there, there is treatment for that, and you're going where you will never offend again. Yes, it's uh, called being locked away or simply dead. <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, th- we, here's a nice rope. We got this nice room for you, and there's, oh, look, there happens to be a big, strong, sturdy metal bar, and look, a stool. Okay, we're going to leave you in here, and we'll come check on you maybe tomorrow. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> I mean, you know, and... That, that again, like, obviously people's brains don't work like our brains, but, <laughs> excuse me, you you have to know this is horrific. It's damaging to this child, and you don't even care about your victim. You only care about your own selfish desire. Mm-hmm. And selfish doesn't even seem like a strong enough word. It's like, it's terrifying, and... You know, to what that's a monster sort of thing. That's that's yeah. What you're doing to these kids affects them for the rest of their lives. And you don't even care. It's like I've struggled with this for a long time. Imagine what these kids are doing. They didn't want this. Yeah. Like there's so many victims. And like at what point, like, is it so do you give yourself permission? And wouldn't you just go like, I've got I, I don't know, like, you can't exactly go to counseling and go, I keep raping small children. I mean, but there's got to be, like, I just don't understand yeah. how you can't well, control that and, any better. Well, and I can't yes. control it, period. It's, it, it, I, I, how, what on earth, what on earth drives a human being to, like, a two-year-old child? And, and, and season, when you're part of the a, church, like, you're that high uh, up in the church. And here you're, you know, you're a man of God and, you know, people look up to you on top of that. Like you're just violating the parents, the children, everybody. And and for him to be like, I I just, I can't control my sexual cravings. I'm sorry. When you're like getting off on a two-year-old, that's not, that's not a sexual craving anymore. That's just evil, degenerate behavior. Mm -hmm. That that is not, sexual describes it as being sexual as this is something normal that would anyone would ever have happened to them in some way shape or form uh that is not whatsoever you know it, I, I don't know what it's like fucking a, a car or something it's like 
why would you find that gas tank attractive? Like, why would you find this child attractive? What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, I just don't get it. And and if that's how you operate, I'm sorry. There, you're out. Life has dealt you a really well, shitty in, card. In his in his case, you know, it's gonna justice will be served. Really, yeah. I mean. It's not going to make it right by the kids, but karmically, like, it's all going to come back to him. He should just save us all the time and money and just kill himself. I mean, why not at this point? Which probably will happen, because that's usually kind of how it goes. It's just sad, because all these kids are affected. And what pisses me off is people like that, he would continue doing what he's doing until he got caught. Mm Mm-hmm. He, you know, oh, it like, wasn't a matter of controlling it. Like you just keep doing it. There's six victims or something right now, and there may be more. Though, trust me, there'll be many more. If there's already six, and he was in these positions for how many years? Oh, holy shit! You you got like a Cosby on your hands, my friends. Uh, it's gonna be big. Uh, and I also have to wonder. Like I think Catholic Church the same way. Like. You know, they just move around those priests and there's a report and then it's like, well, let's just send them to a new town. Yeah, that's what they would do. Rather than like deal with it. That's just sick. How can you be? How can you be the Catholic Church and not go? You did what? Like, you can't do that. Like, we have to report you. Oh, yeah. You have to go to jail for that behavior. Yeah. But they don't. They just covered it up. And so it makes me wonder, did other people know about this? Were people covering it up? Of course they did. And if so, they should all go to jail, too. You don't get to do something like that to children and get away with it. You just don't. You don't get to know that shit's happening and not say something. Unfortunately, a lot of people likely did in this case uh, from all different, you know, areas of time where this was going on. No, just fucking horrible people. All right, that's mm-hmm. uh, going to wrap up uh, today's episode of True Crime Today. Uh, if you like the show, hey, keep us on the air and uh, go and give us a review there on Apple Podcasts. And uh, greatly appreciate that. Uh, we uh, always uh, help to get uh, up in the rankings when you guys do that and leave those reviews. Uh, and be sure to press subscribe wherever you download podcasts. That's it for uh, Carol and myself. Thank you for listening to another episode of True Crime Today. True Crime Today. Press subscribe wherever you download podcasts so you don't miss any of our full episodes, breaking news updates, and daily briefs from True Crime Today. Hey, got a crazy family? Love hearing stories about crazy families? Then you need to check out our brand new podcast called My Crazy Family, available wherever you get podcasts. Just search My Crazy Family right now, press subscribe, and don't miss any brand new episodes of My Crazy Family. You can even share your stories if you, so please, we'd love to hear them. My Crazy Family, search and subscribe wherever you download podcasts.